Hey there. Welcome to the Happy Hour Show, brought to you by Spiritus Law. My name is Dan Espinosa, the firm's Chief Marketing Officer and your host. The Happy Hour Show features attorneys and staff with Spiritus Law who discuss leading trends in the alcohol, hospitality, entertainment, and real estate industries, as well as other legal practice areas, day-to-day firm life, and so much more. New episodes are available each Thursday, so make sure to check back in every week for new content. Today's guest is licensing paralegal and Keisha Jones. And Keisha is a licensing paralegal who is focused on large multi-jurisdictional retailer expansion projects. She has experience handling retailer commercial transactions involving licensing, due diligence, and the transfer of various operating permits, alcohol licenses, food service licenses, and local land use approvals. So let's get right into it. Welcome, and Keisha, how are you today? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm going great. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for uh, for calling in. For those who don't know, and Keisha has actually been working from home the longest out of anyone here. Um, she has some little ones at home, and she's got to be there to take care of them. So I appreciate you taking your time <laughs> away from work and your kids to just you know talk to us about you and your work and, and Spiritus Law. Absolutely, absolutely, anytime. Um, so let's let's uh, let's start off with getting to know you, right? So so who is Ankeisha and uh, what's uh, what's life like for you? Well, I'm actually a mom of three. I love traveling. I love spending time with my family. My days, for the most part, are quite interesting. They always involve kids. So you know, with the remote <laughs> with the remote learning, um, it's all family. But you know, I honestly love it. I love spending time with them and having them around. Oh, but how could you not love spending time with your kids? This this time must be so rewarding for you to just be able to spend time with them, albeit sometimes I'm sure frustrating, but it's it's memorable, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, some days are a struggle, but for the most part, you know, we get through it. And honestly, I mean, it's a blessing in disguise just to have the time, you know, that you don't even realize you, you didn't have before. So I'm Definitely. very grateful for that. Yeah, I think that's kind of been everyone's um, take on it. You know, I, I've interviewed a few of our of our staff members, and and those who have kids have all said the same thing. You know, it's just they're it's, they're so grateful for the time they're able to spend that with their kids or grandkids that they wouldn't have normally had to spend with them. So it's been nice. Right, right. And I mean, you know, think about it. Like in a typical day, we're traveling what two to three hours to commute to work. You know, we spend about eight hours there, and when you take away the time that you actually need to rest, that leaves you with, what, maybe five hours, you know, to spend with family, to make dinner, do homework, handle chores, <laughs> run errands. It's just, it's, it's impossible. So, you know, just during this time, you know, being remote and everything kind of slowing down, you realize, like, wow, you know, I was stretched pretty thin. Like, there's a lot of time in the day, you know, that just sort of goes away when you're trying to travel and do so many things. So, you know, that's the positive side of it, you know, that I try to encourage people <laughs> to look at. And all well, of this. <laughs> you have to have a silver lining, right? And, yeah, it's, it's, it sucks for most of us. You know, it hasn't been great. Um, but there's a silver lining to everything, and I guess, it's, you know, it's definitely that, you know, the fact that you can spend more time and, and quality time, right? Right, um, absolutely. But, um, well, that's great. I'm so happy you got that, that time with them and, and got to really experience your kids in a different way. Um but let's talk a little bit about Spiritus Law, 
and, and you and your career. So, so how did you get into licensing paralegal for alcohol beverages and hospitality? How did you get into that? Well, I was actually transitioning out of loss mitigation and foreclosures at the time, um, and the opportunity was presented to me by a former colleague and friend. And, I mean, I just thought the industry in itself is just super interesting, and I know, you know, everything about me is like a, a challenge. I want to be challenged. I want to <laughs> learn new things. So it was just like the perfect opportunity for me at the time, and I just, you know, come to love it. This field is extremely interesting, and, and, and before joining the firm, I didn't even know this was a field that you could go into. So, like, now I'm, my mind is just so, you know, overwhelmed with all of this knowledge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I, I love it. I have to tell you I love it. It's amazing. Oh, that and, and that's, that's good to hear because you really do have to love what you do, you know. It, it, it's not just about, you know, work or whatever. You really have to like it. And when you like it, the outcome, the result, you know, you can tell the result is much better. Right, right. Yep, I agree. Um, and how long have you been in Spiritus Law? I've been in Spiritus Law for a little over four years now. And how has your experience been here at the firm with the other licensing paralegals and, you know, working on, on these different kinds of cases and, and different kinds of clients? Right. So, I mean, working with the team is just a breeze for one because everyone is just on the same page. We all work together. You know, it makes life much easier than, you know, a lot of your traditional industries that you can work in, you know, in law. Um, As far as working with the different clients and, you know, their industries, that is also one of the things that I love the most because you're so, it's so diverse. You know, you're not really stuck to one thing. It's not like, you know, robotic where you're doing this every day or you're doing the same thing every day. You know, you get the opportunity to kind of nibble at different areas and different things. And, you know, that just brings in the, you know, challenge of it. It brings in the interesting part of just learning all of these different, you know, operations because there's so many parts that go into dealing with alcohol you wouldn't even think or you know it's like it's a lot it's really a lot and so when you're able to kind of you know get yourself in the middle of so many different moving parts to achieve one ultimate goal it's just amazing I mean the day-to-day operations here are just fantastic actually being in the middle of it you learn a lot Oh, I bet. And it sounds like such a beautiful thing, right? You have all this, you know, everyone's doing these different aspects of this one project. And at the end, it's just, it's beautiful. It's like a, it's, it's like a masterpiece. Right. Course, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's really no outline to it. There's no map. You know, you sort of have to know what you're doing and then go in and find the best way to get things done. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think that's also why, our clients absolutely love being a part of our team because we are able to get some of the craziest things, you know, some of the, <laughs> the issues that look like there's just no way to solve this problem and we get it done. And it's just, okay, well, on to the next one, you know, and, and it's just right. more learning and more experience, more knowledge. So I love that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's the camaraderie here is amazing. The fact that we can all pull together and just, you know, get it done. I think that's something that says a lot about who we are individually, but I think more about the firm and the culture that we've built here that we can just uh, tap on one of the many people who work here and say, hey, I need help. And then they'll be like, yeah, what do you need? Let's do it, you know? Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't find that often, so that's that's great to have that. Oh, 100%, 100%. And you know what? I think when you don't have it and then you do, you re- you appreciate it more, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you do, you do. Uh, and that kind of leads me into my next question, which is it's really about the pandemic. And I know we talked about it a little bit er- earlier, but I kind of want to go into more detail. You know, when we closed in March of last year, um, we all went home. We all went home and we all stayed home for for months. I think we came back in like December, and even then right. we did not come back. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. so how did that shift to working from home and all of us working home and not having that inter- that daily interaction, daily lunches? How did that affect mm-hmm. you? How did you come to terms with it? Um, you know, at first it was a little bit of a challenge. I will admit that. You know, when you're um, very social and you're used to interacting with people day to day, you know, sort of being just in your own bubble for so long is is very difficult, actually. Um, You know, for me, I just found ways to sort of filter that, you know, energy and what I would normally do, like have, you know, a lunch or just casual conversation with a coworker or having someone there physically to help me pivot through an issue. You know, I just sort of took that energy and sort of put it into other things. So whether that was something like, you know, exercising or finding a new way to do something that, you know, I was struggling with before, just the different things that we don't typically have the time to do because we are so, you know, busy dealing with all the interactions that we have day to day. So, you know, it it was a challenge, I will admit that, but definitely something that, you know, I was over, I was able to overcome very quickly, um, you know, with just, finding a way to it's all about positive energy you want to redirect whatever isn't working out you know the way that you want or how you would have preferred it to be and just find the best way to make it happen so that's pretty much you know what I did in my approach on it and and it's really cool that you mentioned that because you know during the quarantine um we kind of went on this initiative of you know everyone you know please send in you know uh, social media posts so we can all kind of contribute into mm-hmm. what Spirit of Law's narrative is. Uh, and you were actually one of the ones that sent in the most about, like, mental health and, and check in with yourself right. and check in and, and, and do things to keep you, you know, from, from going down that path. So I think that's really right. interesting that, that, you know, that you did that and that and people really, really enjoyed it because not everyone talks about that. So I think it's nice that you're talking about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's a big thing. Like there, a lot of people weren't talking about it before. Um, Some of us are maybe embarrassed or we just don't want to share those things. But the truth is mental health is real. Um, And, you know, being in the middle of a pandemic and having to be alone a lot for, you know, some people don't have children and they don't have family. That is a very difficult time. And I feel that it sort of pushes, you know, some people more into that darker space. And that's why my whole focus and my goal was, you know, how do we make this a positive thing? How do we, you know, make ourselves better during this time? Well, you know, I haven't really been in shape. Let me start working out. Or I really don't like my diet. Let me try and find healthy alternatives to whatever I'm doing now. You know, just the things that we throw off because truly, if you just have time to just be in one spot, it can be a bad thing for a lot of us. So, that definitely was, you know, my main focus during the pandemic. And I personally knew people um, that were struggling and going through a lot of depression. And, you know, I just wanted to bring light to it. And I still do because, again, this is just an ongoing issue, you know, day to day that we're all dealing with. 
is true. And, and mental health specifically was gaining prominence in the industry and within, you know, South Florida. But I think this really kind of brought it even more to light because it went from being, oh, a few people deal with it or some people yeah. deal with it to like now everyone has to deal with some sort of stress or depression right. or something because hey staying at home all day it'll get to you <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it will it definitely <laughs> will and kind of on that same topic obviously you said you had three kids and, and you've been dealing with that you know positively but uh i'm sure that's been stressful on you as well have, have are there any things or tips maybe you can provide kind of how you kept some sort of work-life balance or, or you know, kept your, your sanity, for lack of a better word, <laughs> during this entire time. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, honestly, Danny, it, there has to be structure, right? So right. for me, it, it's like when I work, they work, okay? Because I have two that are in, you know, elementary school, and then I have the toddler. But we all have designated working stations. And for the most part, my older ones are independent enough, you know, that they can like get through their day and whatever issues that they have, they'll kind of pop in and get my help, but it's not like overwhelming. Right. Um, and my toddler, you know, he has a schedule as well and he's very independent. So it helps tremendously, you know, and, and I mean, I make plans I, a week ahead sometimes to do like all of my personal things and I stick to it. Like the whole goal is to try and, you know, organize myself to the best of my ability. And that way I'm not overwhelmed, but I'm still productive, you know. So I just think that it takes commitment and a team effort with your family, the children, your significant other, um, you know, to be on a schedule, have a system in place that works for everyone. And once they're established, things flow smoothly. I mean, for me, they have really flown smoothly. If I'm doing laundry on Wednesday night, that's just what I'm doing. I'm not, you know, changing my plans to do something else. And then you look at your week as a whole and it's like, okay, well, I did everything I needed to do and I'm still rested and relaxed and I'm not overwhelmed. My work was done. You know, it's just, it's all about, you know, balancing, really balancing and organizing yourself. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's kind of been the case with some of the people that I've interviewed is, you know, organization, just keep your life as mm -hmm. organized as you possibly can during this difficult time and kind of like mm -hmm. make a list of priorities and and kind of that's what you said just you know if you if you can if you can stick to it right and it takes a village because it really does <laughs> more so now um, you know you can do it right you put your mind to it you can yeah. do it absolutely well now that we're kind of getting to the end of the pandemic hopefully you know I, I you know I don't cross my fingers <laughs> um, <laughs> what are some of the things that you're seeing in the industry that are kind of trending, right, as, as, as we're mm -hmm. still in the pandemic but also kind of getting out of it? Well, you know, one of the things that I'm noticing is social media, for example. I think that businesses, I mean, small and large, they are learning to communicate on a more personal level, you know, with their customers, with their clientele. It sort of puts, puts me in a place where I feel like things are becoming more personal, and I like that a lot because truly that was something that I felt was absent before. You know, you, you just have the big businesses and even the small ones that sort of run itself. Um, but with this pandemic, it required a lot of companies and it required um, even a lot of just, you know, regular customers to be more open, you know, more vulnerable and, and just kind of express gratitude. Like, for example, you have companies that are, 
you know, putting different incentives in place for their customers to be able to enjoy their products or their services in a remote setting, right? So, right. I mean, you even have things where they're doing, like, Zoom calls or, or you know, on air or on phone or whatever on things that you would typically do in person. So things are being, or to me, becoming more accommodating, um, which I do like a lot, and it just shows the flexibility in the industry. You know, I mean, we're down right now for a little bit, but it's okay because we're going to make the adjustments. The industry is making the adjustments to accommodate its customers, you know, to accommodate its clients. It just, it's not going to stop. You know, the, the world is not going to stop. We're still going to be able to work. We're still going to be able to handle, you know, whatever needs our clients have. The 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 bigger corporations, you know, like maybe restaurants or movie theaters, they're still finding ways to do what they need to do. And it makes everything much easier, you know, with the to-go foods and, and just all the ways that they've implemented. I like it a lot. Um, and I, I definitely think that that was one huge positive um, you know, during this transition and, and, you know, on the way to things getting much better. No, I totally agree. I think, um, I think before we kind of almost took it for granted, right? Yeah. That, that, that human interaction, that human touch. Um, and I think you're, you're right. You know, these, these companies, big and small restaurants, hotels, you know, bars, they're using that social media to really just target their patrons and yeah. saying, hey, listen, we're here, we're here, we're here for you, we're here with you, we're doing it together. Right. That's something that I hope really does stick around. Yes, me too. And I think it will. I really do. This has definitely changed a lot of, you know, of, of perspectives on, on so many different things. And, and I know that just this experience and the, you know, the, the, the love that we all feel from so many different directions, I know that it will linger because it's necessary right now. Yes. Well, I hope so. I definitely hope so. That leads me to my last question, really. Vaccinations, right? They're they're coming, and all people have gotten them, and we're hoping, based on the news, that all more people are going to be getting them now. What is your aspiration or outlook into the rest of this year, maybe even next year, for the firm, for the industry? Well, you know, for one, I'm just hoping that the industry recovers swiftly. You know, because it's so imperative, we have to be up and running, you know, for like we talked earlier, mental health. We have to get things back open safely so that people can interact again, people can have an outlet again. Um, you know, and, it, and it's very important for our economy to thrive just in itself and especially the workforce. You know, we can't have, you know, individuals out of work for such a long period of time. That just causes so much more of an issue. And at the end of the day, we need a great economy that's operating and thriving. You know, so honestly, for me, I think that's the main focus is that they just get in and we recover swiftly. You know, living in Miami, this is even more true because we're just like, you know, tourists all day and we have so much <laughs> entertainment going on. And, you know, it's so many fun things to do here. So it's if true. we're not open, it becomes an issue. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what it is. I'm just hoping that we get things going or at least close to what it used to be. It may never go back to what we knew as normal. But the new normal can be great also if we just work together and, you know, come up with a great plan to make things efficient. And that's a very positive way to end today's show. I think you're right, and I'm very hopeful along with you that we kind of get to some sort of normalcy, you know, and that's all we need. We just want to go back to normal at the end of the day. <laughs> I just want to thank you. Thank you for being on today's show. 
thank you for giving us your insight and, 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 you know, shedding some light on like on you and what you've been through and what you do on a daily basis, because this helps everyone uh, just right? realize that we're on this together. Yes, so we are. You. It's thank true. You. <laughs> You're welcome, Danny. Thank you for having me. So uh, everyone, that's the end of today's episode. Like I said earlier, we have new episodes coming out each Thursday. So check back weekly for new episodes here with our team, clients, uh, we'll have a few special guests come along the way. Uh, we will also help to shed some light into the alcohol, hospitality, entertainment, and real estate industries, as well as all the other industries down the line. So thank you for tuning in today. Bye.